0: There you go.
1: Hey, guys. How do you know when you're really ugly? (laughs) How How do you know? When your dog's humping your leg and his eyes are closed.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Oh man. Hey man. Is- welcome to the Big Bad Broadcast, dude. Good afternoon and welcome to Black Friday, a hundredth anniversary show of the Big Bad Broadcast. We got a special guest for you today. We have ray romano yeah, and i'm john and hey. we got craig mitchell greetings mike grief
2: hello earthlings
1: <laughs> and it's great to have ray romano here an old friend and hey, i haven't seen him in like since vegas like 15 years ago yeah, but he uh he's everywhere he's everywhere he's oh, moving no, not
2: true not true, TV, not true. He's not here with me
3: right now. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up, Ray? Nothing, man. How's it going? Wait a minute. It's, let me. Let me, Mike. We, you and I, must have worked together somewhere, right, or no? We,
2: uh, the last time I remember working was in Governors. It was a uh, was a while ago, but uh, yeah, we did something in Governors.
3: And Craig, did you and I? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, the last time I met you, you actually named where we worked. And I couldn't believe you remembered, but it was Toppers. Remember that Toppers oh, my in Brooklyn. God.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we did two shows together i think louis ck was the middle in one of our shows
3: oh wow and, yeah. and, and, well, and i know you and i worked a bunch of stuff together yeah.
1: yeah yeah well um this is this is very funny i don't know if you even know the story uh we were both had the same manager rory rose garden and rory sent me on an audition once in new york city and ray was on before me but i didn't know ray and he just killed i mean he just killed doing my favorite bit he used to do about everyone on the road other than his dad was a hump <laughs> right oh, yeah.
3: we'll call it, we'll call it calling everybody a hump
1: yeah
3: yeah and, <laughs> and the last the
1: last line of it about it, this hump would just move his cart the Yankee uh, stadium line or whatever it was the hump
3: would what move? What? was it
1: was that the line it's like we're lost dad we're totally lost no, we're not lost, Ray. This Amish hump would move his cart, we'd be at Yankee Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Something like
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway,
1: yeah. the reason why I I went home the next morning and I called I called Rory and I go, "Rory, I just worked with this phenomenal comedian last night. He's hysterical. You need to look at this guy and book him." He goes, "Who is it?" I go, "Ray Romano." He goes, "Yeah, he's already one of mine." <laughs> yeah. You know how
3: You know how I got Rory was uh I didn't have a manager, and I entered that K Rock contest with. Uh, with K Rock had a comedy contest, and the winner would get ten grand. And and the finals, he was one of the judges. right wow. oh. And uh, or maybe the semifinals, and and uh, Howard Stern was was the judge for the finals. I think so. He he was one of the judges. That's the first time I met him, and then he signed me, and then. I won the 10 grand and I had to give them 15%. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Was that 1988? oh uh, shit. No, it was, it might've been, let's see, I got married in 87. Yeah. It might've been 88. Yeah.
0: Did yeah, I remember people telling me I should go out for that. I was doing comedy for six months. I'm like, what are you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know
3: I... a little, here's a little story that I've, I, I've never told in an interview, you know, um, I, you know, I used to dip into gambling a little too much. Right. Um, and I got married in 87 and I, this is, I, I've <laughs> never revealed this to anybody, but I had a little bit of a problem then. And I lost, my wife uh, didn't know this, but I was gambling and we didn't have a lot. We had about 10,000 in the bank account and I fucking, can, can I curse here? Yes. I lost, I lost it all. I lost the ten grand, and I had a I had a fess up. I hit rock, you know. I lost everything, Oof. and then some. You know, it's all relative. A ten thousand doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's all you have, yeah, you know, yeah. And we were just a newly married couple, and my wife was she didn't even know I was gambling. She was devastated. Well, I went to GM You were doing what
1: online gambling? No, there was oh, no online did, gambling back yeah. then. No, there was had- no online.
3: Oh, okay, okay. So I was calling a bookie up. I had a bookie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I've done that. Right, so so I hit rock bottom and I said, there's nowhere to go, so I can I, I told her, and we worked it out. I went to meetings and blah, blah blah. and but she was, you know, she came from this Italian immigrant family who just oh his father owned the fruit stand. money, work was everything. It was just work, save money, right she, she it was so foreign to her. and so she was devastated, you know, and so I stopped, I had to stop cold turkey gambling. and three mm-hmm. months later, I won the 10 grand at the K Rock, so I got it. I got it oh, look, wow. at that, look at well, that. God, God God, God, well, you God know,
2: just peeled off a little miracle for you. You know what I mean? It's like, Ray, just yeah. don't do it again. I'm going to have to
0: slap you down. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> if yeah. if, if yeah. only Pete Rose had your resolve. That's all I can <laughs> say.
1: <laughs> I was telling these guys how we did so many TV shows together, you and I with Rory. And I remember this was, let's bring back a memory. After you were on stage, Rory would be running, if not just you, any of us, Rory would be backstage running around with his phone going, Somebody dial nine one one. There was just a murderer out there. There was yeah. just a murderer out there. <laughs> they, they used to
2: do that when I got off stage too, John. But it was a little different. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but you had a knife. You had a knife,
0: Mike. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I want
2: I want Ray, man. I I told you I we've all we've seen the movie, but I I okay. somewhere in Queens is just it's it's just phenomenal, man. It's like I, I told you right. I was gonna I was gonna you know. <laughs> kind of pissed at you because you made me feel but <laughs> <laughs> I, I did i i cried like four friggin' time you know and you know what i got to play like tough guy i got my wife sitting next to me we're watching the movie and she's look over she always does this man i hate it she goes are you crying i'm like no
1: crying. Just <laughs> you know,
2: you know you gotta pretend like you're not crying but it's like coming down and it's just it's a uh, really well, great well, let's, movie let's back
1: Appreciate let's back up this whole story let's ray just tell about the movie first yeah about the inspiration so we're and whole bit. you
3: know well the movie's um you know when uh, when my I had a when when Raymond ended I'm going way back when Raymond ended then I uh, I had I didn't know what to do next and we created this show called Men of a Certain Age right yes.
1: I love that show too love that show we got back, back yeah oh
3: that man was, yeah that was one of my favorite Andre oh, I can't think of his name that only lasted two years but we got good reviews and all and then when that ended I then I really didn't know what was next and I said I never I've never written a screenplay. And I asked one of the writers there, you know, because they're all out of work, too. And I said, you, you want to collaborate and, and maybe write a screenplay, you know? And he had never written one either. He said, yeah. So we started doing it. And at, at the time, my son, who is six foot five, was graduating high school. And he played He's he's played varsity basketball. And he played with two guys who are in the pros now. Drew, I don't know if you know the Holiday Brothers, but Drew Holiday... And his brother, Aaron Howard, they're both in the pros. So it was so exciting for me to watch him play. And I knew he wasn't going to play in college because six foot five, they made him a center. Right. And yeah. if you follow basketball, at college, yeah. six foot five is a guard in college. Yeah. You know? right. yeah. so he had no guard skills. So we knew his basketball career was over. And in that last game, I was, and if they made the play, if they won the game, they were going to go to the playoffs but they lost the game on the last on the last second uh, basket. And it was so heartbreaking for me because I was going to miss it. I was going to miss watching him play, living vicariously through him. And if I'm being honest, this is pathetic, I missed the attention <laughs> that I was getting by having my son be one of the star basketball players. Like I wasn't getting enough attention. You know, I, no. I'm on two TV shows. <laughs> yeah. After nine seasons. No,
1: <laughs> I get
2: it. I live vicariously like through my son. He's in prison. So I'm living, no, I'm just,
3: (laughs) right. but that's what I thought. That was the jumping off point was what if this was about a poor guy who had nothing else? He felt very small in his life and his son made him feel like somebody and it was ending. So that's where we started. And it took, took years to write a script. And then my agent, when the movie was getting ready to be made, my agent talked me into directing it. I had never directed before. And I first was scared out of my mind, and he kind of convinced me that the story was, you know, it was semi-autobiographical. It was too personal to give to somebody else, you know. Yeah. And I said, I don't know nothing. I said, I know nothing about the technical side. I don't know a lens from a thing, from a whatever. And and he said, you know, Chris, he he manages Chris, he uh, he's represents Chris Rock said, Chris Rock has done three, four movies. He doesn't know shit either about any camera. You, right. know, you <laughs> get yourself a cinematographer. That's great. You get an ad who's great, and and you you know you you tell him what you want, and then you worry about the acting also. You know I knew everything about what I wanted the the story to be. So I I did it. I jumped off the cliff, and it was it was it was frightening, man. It was really scary. Um mm-hmm. but, but I was happy I did it. When I, when it was all said and done, I was happy I did it. And now it's on Hulu, yeah, and, and and you know hopefully more people see it like you and cry.
2: I hope, Well, <laughs> you know what? Because you know what? Well, let me ask you. Like, is the really first of all the, the first thing that really touched me was I, I think we have a if 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 it's biographical, your relationship with your dad on it, man, was because I was the same way. It's like I had brothers that were like successful and smart and i was like the uh you know basically the warehouse working you know so it was right. always that kind of like even my younger brother became the alpha male like in your like in the film
3: yeah s- Seb- so it was like Seb- played by sebastian maniscalco yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and
2: so right. all of that stuff and then and then all this like you say the stuff you're doing for your son and i could see that it was like the love and it was that twist when I, because I, I didn't realize it until somewhere in the, whatever that you were when you said it that you were doing that for you and not for the kid. I thought
3: it was a little of this, It was a little yeah. hope, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you and know, just, when
1: my my son played football in high school, and I used to go to every game and I'd sit there and it's a thrill watching your kid play sports. I mean, yeah. You know, meanwhile, my yeah. other daughter's winning every Scholastic award, but you yeah, know, yeah. I watch my kid hit people. And I remember sitting next to one of the dads who was at every game, and we go, "This is so much fun, man!" Like even when they stop playing, when they graduate, let's just keep coming back, you know. And we <laughs> yeah, came yeah. back to we came back to two games, and we were like, "Yeah, this isn't it's the not same." As fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. directing. My daughter had a Broadway play that was just bought as a movie, and they want her to direct it. And uh, she, that's what's hit home with you saying, "I don't know anything about it." Yeah. And uh and they were just saying to her, well, who knows this story? who can feel this story more exactly. than you? Nobody. Yeah.
3: yeah, exactly. That was it. I mean, I knew every every moment, you know, and I knew exactly what I the vision I wanted and, and and even having said that, you know, actors bring their own thing to it too. and I was open for that too. But as far as knowing the technical side, you know, as it pertains to your daughter, i don't know if she's made a decision on that or not but yeah she's
1: gonna try but yeah, she has I, some help yeah. she has some help good help
3: yeah, yeah that's all you do is you surround yourself with 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 people you know i, I found a, a, a dp a cinematographer who um the main thing for me was that i was comfortable with him knowing that he's gonna have to hold my hand through this you know i'm gonna have to tell him listen I don't know how you get this look, but I want it to look like this movie. You know what I mean? Right, right. And and, and he knows what to do, you know? Um, and I found, you know, I, I found a guy that was great at that. And there's an assistant director who's important. And then I also had my write, co-writer, you know, we wrote it. And he was there. And, you know, we sat with this script for years. So he was my guy, you know, because I'm when I'm on screen acting, I also need somebody there telling me, right
1: right
3: telling me when i'm when I'm you
2: did cool. a phenomenal job acting too right i mean like you know when you're yeah. in the car talking to the girlfriend and you're talking about your son that was one of the times when i'm like you, you know it's like <laughs> uh,
0: i want to ask because you work with i mean you work with so many people uh but one of my, one of the people i idolize is laurie metcalf and i i just want to get your what your thoughts on working with her so i i adore her work man.
3: yeah yeah no she's she's unbelievable um and and that was one of the, my fears of directing was you know uh we're going to have real actors out there real you know uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you,
2: and, you you hold your own without a problem, I know, man. but it's
3: one thing uh, yes i i don't Beat i'm not boil I, wasn't and... I wasn't intimidated as much acting beside her i was more intimidated directing her uh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. like like what happens when i just feel on a very rare occasion that I feel like she's making a choice that we were thinking a different choice, you know, and, Mm. and, you know, you got to be delicate with actors. And how do I do that? And here comes, (laughs) here comes sitcom boy who's trying to tell her. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) a a sitcom boy.
3: (laughs) Well, I was, that's what my fear was. You never know. You hear stories about temperamental actors, but thank God, man, she was, she was, easy as could be collaborative as could be she she even told at the end she said you're one of two directors that i would i would work with at any time you know oh, that's so, wow. i found that's a way i found a way to um, you know you know as comedians yeah. we, know, we, know, we know how to talk to people we yeah know, we, we're very i don't want to sound like i pat myself on the back but you do have that ability to know how to handle a situation or whatever, yeah, and 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 I use that, um, and and I'm not I'm giving myself too much credit. To their credit, they were the the nicest people to work with. Even Tony LoBianco plays my father. He scared me even more in the beginning. Right. Oh, I,
0: that that was the, I, I, <laughs> I freaked out when I saw him. I said, "Oh my God, he's I,
3: I, Yeah, because he's old productive. school and he's been around. Yeah. And he's done everything. Yeah. And, he was the sweetest guy man he was really nice yeah a, but you know amazing. but you know
1: Ray you come off all the time I mean a whole life and I've known you so long as the regular guy yeah so you don't come off like yeah. which is so much to your credit and the way you're the guy on I mean you're one of the few people that when you see you even on the show or in real life you're like the same guy which is
3: <laughs> yeah no, well, it, helps I mean? be, it helps to be uh so insecure that you, you <laughs> you can't be a dick you know you
2: can't be a dick yeah but you know what Ray's right it's like for and for at least from my point of view because you know i've done a lot of sitcoms and a lot of a couple movies and whatever little whatever nothing like but the director's opinion when he says something it carries you i don't care how big a star you are i'm sure it carries a lot of weight and if and if it's said in the wrong way it could be like, like oh yeah fu- cr- soul crushing you know
3: yeah 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 so, I, I i i luckily i haven't worked with directors who are like that you know I've, there may have been one or two that don't yeah aren't the warmest and all but for the most part they're, they're pretty decent you know because i had one
2: guy say to me it was like and, and this is years ago and i still it's like it was the most hurtful thing we're doing it was a little part in some hallmark movie or something and and he came up to me and he said man he goes i see you acting and i was like whoa i was like "Fucking crushed you know it was like <laughs> I wanted yeah, to go kill myself in the dressing room. What,
1: what I think is so funny about this whole conversation is I remember riding in the car with you, Ray, when right after the Letterman thing where you got, you know, the chance of doing Everyone Loves Raymond. And yeah. I remember you looking at me and going, what do I know about acting?
3: Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> but that was rightfully so, because I don't know if you remember, four months before that, I got fired from news radio.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I was, right. do you know, do you know that story? Yeah. Was, yeah. Was
2: that, that must have been like devastating. You thought that was your big break and maybe, I mean. Oh
3: my God. I called my wife up, you know, I had to go to LA to read for the network. And I went, you know, I, I, and we had three little kids there. We had the twins and my daughter and we're living in Queens. And I called her up to say, I, I got it. And I'm going to be making um, 8,000 an episode. Okay. Which. It is a lot of money to a lot of people, and it is. It's a lot of money to me. But in the scheme of, <laughs> in the scheme of what these sitcom actors get paid, it's right. real small. But
2: Some of them get thirty-five thousand a week.
3: We <laughs> were over the moon. We were over the moon, though. Yeah. Eight thousand. Holy shit! Eight thousand an episode. And then, two days later, I called her up and to tell her I just got fired. Wow, <laughs> that
2: must have been really crushing. Oh, God.
3: I mean, I Bro- gotta be honest. I'll be honest with you. So we went to rehearsal. I I read for the network. The next day, we had a table read, and then the next, and then right from the table read, we went to rehearse. And that was with Phil Hartman, you know, Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan took my place. Right. Phil Phil Hartman, Moira Tierney. You know, we knew we knew this was getting picked up. This show was going on, and um, and Andy Dick, I remember was on it. And and I could tell at the table read, I felt a little bit in over my head. And then at the rehearsal, I felt a little bit like I was just not ready. You know, I I, I wasn't shown. I was trying to pretend like I, right. like I had it. But I felt it in my bones, you know. And the next morning, you know, Rory calls me. And I'm in the hotel, and the phone rings at 6.30 a.m. Oh, man. And, mm-hmm. and it's Rory. And as soon as Rory says hello, I, I you know, I, what's he man. calling for me at 6.30 Right. A. And he said they're going they're going in another direction.
0: But it's definitely the classic, uh, you know, the classic blessing in disguise, because if that hadn't happened, yeah.
3: Did right, you
0: well, did you did you study with Joanna Bexon?
3: I did, yeah.
2: Okay, that was my old my acting teacher. I mean, I think the com- comedians, she was she was great with comedians. She well, she, she just, had a
3: class, she had a special class for comedians. Yeah. That, to, to th- back that's why
2: I first because I thought, you know, people were asking me back in New York to do sketches, like when when Louie got the job on uh uh Conan and whatever and do sketches and so I was like man I might as well learn how to act and I took it's like wow man it's like something else
3: yeah I've I've spoken to her uh, uh, since then but I haven't spoken to her in years but
1: Rory's had a a way to break news to you too (laughs) (laughs) I remember once once this big big manager guy agent that handled Crosby, Stills and Nash said to me you know I'm going to handle you I know Rory and you know have rory call me on monday i call rory rory goes this, this guy's the biggest this is this is a huge career break for you and then the next day he gets killed in a helicopter crash Oh no. with, St- with stevie ray vaughn right oh my god and th- this is the way rory breaks it so he calls me up and goes turn on the tv it's a cruel oh, world. oh man it's a cruel <laughs> world
3: uh-huh. <laughs> Oh yes! Oh, oh,
2: by the way, Frank Santorelli said to say hi, man. I'm just friends with him on Facebook, and first thing in the movie you see Frank, and then at the I, end you see him, and and uh, so it was like, he oh was man! Funny. He goes, and so he's a, he's a huge fan. He just I, I when I told him said you were going to be on the show, he was
3: like, oh, well, I can tell. Me. <laughs> so, he was funny, and then he was
2: funny, man. Yeah. And I saw uh, I saw uh, Harry Friedman, which let me Friedman, know that hi. you didn't Harry. have my, you, didn't, you didn't have my Harry, phone number, but uh, Harry the Surfer, <laughs> I'm available, Ray, very yeah, available. Hello.
3: <laughs> I had to believe me, I had to get Harry in there. Yeah. Uh, he did good. <laughs>
1: he did good though. He did good. Yeah. He, so I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere you had like your kids were in the movie or your family was in the movie in the big, Yeah, scene. my kids
3: were um <clears throat> well listen, I don't expect you to know every scene, but um the kid who's pencil guy. Pencil right. guy? Yes, yes.
2: I remember the scene. Hey, yeah.
3: Guy, the girl the talks
2: who, to him because she, you know, Matt, she yeah.
3: That's the one who played basketball. I don't know if you can notice. He's six foot five, that kid in a pencil. <laughs> and the cheerleader guy,
1: too, the, right? The lead, right. The
3: lead <laughs> cheerleader is my one of the twins, Matt. The one who's oh, awesome. Uh, Russo, yeah. And All then right. and then, but then like here, here was the the only good side to to COVID uh uh, uh doing a movie during COVID is you know, I'm doing a movie, my first one in Queens, where I where I grew up. Everybody is going to want to come and be on the set, right? You know? Yeah. But like COVID, uh, no one was allowed. No one was allowed on the set. And listen, I love all my friends and people, but it would have been too much to handle. You know? Yeah, so I, definitely. So the only way I could get like Rory wanted to come, and I, of course, and I go, Rory, they won't even allow you on the set. But if why don't you just do a uh, be an extra, so he was an extra. I don't know. Uh, you probably <laughs> I didn't know. see. I didn't see him. If you look when the when the kid in the diner is is te- reading his first poem to her, yeah, um, right. and he's saying, "My eyes, you know, they only three words." Right. If you look over his shoulder, Rory is sitting in the booth. <laughs> oh, the no, that's awesome!
2: I, now I got to watch it again. Now I got to <laughs> watch. Gotta now now I got to cry yeah. some more. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but,
3: but also in the, all the all the scenes in the in the catering hall, you know, yeah. when they're all dancing, that's my wife and all her relatives. Are oh, dancing. how cool yeah. is that? That's yeah.
1: so cool. That is very
2: cool. That scene, that scene there, though, when 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 you know when the whole when you're drunk and, you're drunk and did that whole thing, that was
0: oh.
3: another. Yeah, Man, Man, you know, was so Pilati, cool. the fight, you know, right? You know, and Manfilati Man was terrific oh, yeah, too. Man Pilati, yeah, Manfilati. Yeah, he was. He was really good.
0: A fellow um, mitt fan.
3: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he's a diehard Met. And well, yeah, who's the yeah. Met fan? You guys? Me.
0: Oh yeah, I'm a huge Met fan.
3: And Jets, Jets too. Jets, Jets yeah, too. Yeah. yeah well, let's see what yeah. happens. Let's see what happens with the, with this new quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're at the bottom of I the ball. Like Marcus
0: Simeon. Yes. Well,
3: Marcus no, they're, no, they're starting the other guy. They're starting. Yeah, Boyles. They are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did
0: not know that. I saw that they took Simeon on onto the roster today. Simeon's but oh. Simeon is
3: number two. Backup. Back up. Wilson's number three now. They're they're, yeah, they're all wow. dressing. They're all dressing for the game, but they're starting Boyle.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow! 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 Yeah. Well That's Boyle a that's a popular. Boyle played great in two exhibition games, and he went down the tubes. Uh, he, he didn't play well after that. No, but, he, he he the first two games he was like, "Wow, we Hey, we found something," and then it was the interception machine. Meanwhile,
0: oh, m- meanwhile, uh, uh, dude, Aaron Rodgers is busy working out, trying to come back. So I know. <laughs> I, know.
1: I <laughs> mean, how is that so typical Jet style? You, you're so excited about the season. This is it. We finally got something. We got a great defense. Four well, plays in. You, you know what, it's though, like, At
2: least, at least they disappointed you right away yeah
3: that's you know, true they so didn't were keep you watching hard knocks did you watch oh yeah it was like watching porno for the jets oh my god i kept saying take it down a notch man <laughs> <laughs> i mean there, so, everything was like this is it there's no doubt and i kept telling my boys my boys are diehard. right so just just calm down just pace yourself because this is the jets and you know <clears throat> you never know <laughs> a couple yeah. years, a couple I years
1: ago for my birthday my kids gave me a a t-shirt that said number one jet fan, number one jet fan 50 years of agony yeah. <laughs> well yeah. were you
3: were you a fan <clears throat> were you a fan during Namath? because i wasn't even a fan yet listen no. i was the only i was a fan Since
1: '62, I was was twelve. The Titans. No, I never. No, 1968 or nine, the year they won. I was too busy running around being a hippie and being at Woodstock. It was the only year I didn't follow them. You, you were a fan when they were the
0: the Titans Titans, back in '62. It was the
3: only year I didn't follow them. Okay, well,
1: let's get back to some stuff. Let me just say this in case any
3: Jeff fans are listening: I'm not giving up this year. I'm still, I'm still, (laughs) I'm not giving up either. Yeah,
1: at
0: least, at least he's not Browning Nagel. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know wow. what I wanted to, I wanted to
2: you're so you're still doing stand-up right I mean I'm, I'm I, I was kind of surprised to hear that oh the Mirage you're gonna, yeah you're gonna be in Vegas right
3: I'm gonna be in Vegas December 2nd at the Mirage I'll do the Mirage
2: do you need a ride
3: <laughs> I mean you know I do, I I do the Mirage like four or five times a year and I used to do it co-headline with uh with spade David Spade right oh okay. but, but he dropped out so now I'm I'm going solo now um, with Manfilati, Manfilati's opening up for me. Oh, awesome. um, that's cool, man. That's very cool. And then, whenever I'm in the city, I uh, 99% of the time, if I have a night free, I'll go into the comedy cellar, you know.
2: Oh, man, that's cool, bad. cool. I remember the old days of hanging out there, man, just watching you guys. Like, you, I think you you were a couple years ahead of me, and so I'd go down there and watch you and you know, uh, David Tell and all the, the guys. It was yeah, just, I know. you know, I
3: mean, it was a nice. A nice class that came out of this john stewart louis ck
2: yeah those were yeah. the day john stewart i remember when he first got his uh, thing on club? mtv they is used that- to call me up i used to do sketches for all his mtv shows
3: is that cafe was still open cafe was there but they don't own it anymore but you right. know what they, they have now the cellar they have around the corner the village underground which is all okay comedy. right and then on top of the village underground they have two lounges that they do comedy there Every show sold out. Every wow. show waiting list only. And there on the corner is a McDonald's that went out of business. He bought the McDonald's. He's going to open up a theater-style comedy room there.
0: Wow. wow. Oh, wow. It's,
1: it's time to get back I mean, into I, it. Because I remember yeah,
3: really. you used to do TV shows, and you'd do the
1: comic strip, Fields, shoot down, do the early show at
3: the Cellar. Cafe oh, yeah. Wa, wasn't Bleacher the Boston Comedy Club right around the corner too? Boston was right out where I was across the street. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to, when I I didn't go on the road as much, you know, I would go on the road once a month, maybe, maybe twice the most. So otherwise, I had to stay in the city and, and do as many spots as I could on a Friday and Saturday. Yeah. yeah, but I I used to have to drive. Yeah, you're right. I used to do the Comedy Cellar early show, then Stand Up New York early show, then com- Comic Triple early show, then come back and do the, the middle <laughs> show. And yeah, but now. The cellar is such a, a a powerhouse with all those shows. You know they have three shows a night Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Four shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. In each of in each of those clubs, that's you insane. Can stay right in the corner on that on that block and do all your spots there.
0: Well, wow, that's cool. That's
2: that nice. is very cool, man. It's a you good know, time I, to I, live in New York. Maybe I'll move back. I don't think so though. Where do you live? Where
3: do you live? I, you live I'm
2: home? I'm about what I'm about. Uh, 45 minutes from. Uh, I used to
0: live in Burbank. So I'm about 45 minutes. I'm
2: down in Burbank again.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, nice,
0: nice. You so, know, so, do you you mentioned you and John doing the Mirage on the second, and I got to tell you, I have this. I don't know whether you call it a talent or whatever. no. We don't we don't call it a talent. That's true. I, I, I remember one joke from almost everybody I work for. I remember my favorite joke of yours from this is over 30 years ago when you were talking about your dog and you would throw baloney to him.
3: Yeah. You know, what's funny is sometimes, <laughs> guys, my favorite sometimes guy, I'm getting to that age where guys quote some of my jokes and I don't even remember doing them. But yeah, that, yeah. that one I know. That one I could. I know, you, the one, I know
2: one you'll definitely remember. You, you say after you had your kids, you don't know what's funny anymore, and you pull out your keys and you're shaking that's your the greatest. Keys. That's the that greatest
1: that joke it? of all time. <laughs> that's, that's my that's, opening. That, that was my the opening. greatest joke of all. And the tag is funny too. I'm glad you laughed. Others have to rub my nose in your that's belly. Okay. That was my is,
3: opening joke on my Letterman spot. Yeah. And that led to Everybody Loves Raymond was Wow. That that's awesome. awesome. And
1: that led to Rory running around backstage. Nine one one. It was one a, murder. a murder. was a murder. And Manfrati's joke,
0: which was one of my favorite jokes of all time, was Phil Rizzuto's dream about getting into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow yeah. mo and then the door. Bam. I, I yeah. still laugh at that. And it's like 30 years ago, still. You
3: know what? Man I love John. John's one of my best friends. He's got the same 12 minutes from 30 years ago. <laughs> Not for that. He doesn't do Rizzuto. You know, we know guys
1: like that. Our was uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know about a year ago i went to see brian reagan at this big theater and i had never seen this before at a comedy show when he walked off you know at the end of his show and he was coming out for an encore and people were screaming out bits yeah. like like a song like yeah, like at that? a concert
3: ironing board or
2: chicks throwing board, their bras on there <laughs> walking was, on the moon walking
3: so on the never, moon i had never seen that before in my life at a comedy show no oh, he's unbelievable the way he writes and he also He'll, I mean listen I, I'm friends with Brian too and he gets to be so jealous because he'll also go play a a, a a a club you know in the middle of nowhere or whatever and they'll do a Friday Saturday or Thursday Friday Saturday and do a different show each night he'll do wow'll say Fri- Friday it's it's the a show uh, Saturday it's the B show so the same people could come back. On a Saturday. And so pull, yeah, the sad well. the reason
1: why I brought up Brian is when you're talking about John Manfilarty years ago when I used to work the comics trip in Fort Lauderdale Manfilarty and Brian Reagan were the cooks They're at the comic strip really yeah they really? were the yeah they mean? were the cooks and Joe the Mullen trip. would go Joe Mullen would go I'm leaving for the night Remember, steak or shrimp, no surf and turf. And he'd leave. And as soon as they'd leave, they go, you want some shrimp with that steak? Yeah. <laughs>
3: I know that's where he started, John. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And it was, yeah. So that's how I know. That's how long ago I know him from. And Brian was the other cook, you know?
3: He, John has the funniest line, uh, not in his act, the funniest line everybody anybody ever said to me was, I got to set it up a little. I you know, um, I'm a neurotic person. Okay. And I do these little mind bets where like, if I, if I go golfing, if I don't break 90, I can't golf again for a week. Right. So I do these (laughs) and I stick to them and, and and they're, they're obsessive and they're crazy. So when John and I used to go out and do a little tour, he, we used to golf together. And I remember one week I told him, "Uh, John, don't, we're going to Dallas. I go, John. Don't bring your clubs to Dallas. He go, why? I go. I lost. A, I lost one of my mind bets. I can't golf for two weeks. And he looks at me. He goes, you know, because when you were eight, your father stuck his thumb in your ass. I can't golf now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop revealing the
2: you. family secrets, John.
3: <laughs> I keep telling John. Um I, I, I something morbid. I go, I hope you die before me, because I want to repeat that at your eulogy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh so, man. wait, let's get back to cause a lot of people are gonna wanna know and you're probably sick of talking about it. But let's get back to everyone loves Raymond a little bit, right? Yeah. So when that show first happened, right, I remember being in Rory's office and remember there was a door of all the different names for the show? <laughs> Remember, he would write all those names, the name that they were going to name the show. Oh, I, I, well, I. You didn't want Everyone Loves Raymond, I remember. Everybody
3: Loves Raymond. No, I didn't want it. No. It came out, that name came about. I wish people knew this because it seems kind of pompous to name your show Everybody Loves Raymond, right? But it was a sarcastic comment. My brother was a New York police officer, and he would come. You know, he came home one day and saw that I won some Cable Ace Award or whatever for comedy, whatever for stand-up. Right. And he's he sarcastically said that line. He said, when I go to work, people shoot at me. You know, they yell at me. Look what happens when Raymond goes to work. Everybody loves Raymond. All right. So I told that story to Phil Rosenthal when, when we were writing the pilot. And he said, "Let's use that as a as a working title." And I said, "Please don't, because <laughs> I don't want that to be it." He goes, "No, we'll change it when it comes." So he put it as a working title. CBS Les Moonves falls in love with the title. He says, "This is going to be the title." I tell him, "Please no, I don't want it." He goes, "Give me something better." So I came up with. The- yeah, it was all on the back of the door. Remember those? Was- yeah, it was. A- <laughs> two- let's it was let's hear some, some of them. It. Yeah, I can't, even,
1: I can't even remember them now. There's so know, many of them.
3: I know them because they were so stupid. I had to think of something. <laughs> and I remember Rory told me you got to keep your name in the title, Seinfeld in the title, the Jew Carrie show, right? You know, um, uh, Roseanne, you got to keep your name in it. So I came. Yeah, up because
1: where didn't Rory used to go? Look, they can't kill you off. They can't divorce you. you you're
3: stuck on the show. That's yeah. why it's got to be everyone loves Raymond. Your name's in the title, yeah. Right. Uh, so, but the but let's move it, The head of CBS was saying, "Give me, give me some alternatives, and we'll test them." So I, I scrambled, and he still has that piece of paper, and it's the stupidest things. Some of them are not that bad, like uh, that Raymond guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, these were the. Choices, Raymond's tree, like the family tree, you know. Right, and, right. And then my my favorite was, um, U M, comma Raymond, um, Raymond. <laughs> so that was <laughs> so. And then CBS tested them. They did it. They did it in front of a test audience. They asked, right. And Les has told me he goes, "Listen, we tested it, and everybody loves Raymond. Test the right. better." Just said, oh, just
2: walk it off, kid. Just walk it off. Oh, I my know. God.
3: <laughs> and then off. he said to me, he actually said, because I joked around, and I said, Les, listen, what if this becomes a top 10 show? I'm going to have to live with that title for the rest of my life. And he said to me, Ray, if, if it becomes top 10, you can change it to whatever you want. And then two years later, when it was top 10, I said, all right, how about it, Les? And he says, well, you can't. You can't change it yeah. now. <laughs> you you can't, can't change it now. now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. It's, yeah. it's not gilligan's world you know they didn't get to change it it was like yeah, Gill- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: somebody asked me to ask we, you why your name was barone does that mean anything
3: no you know the, the story about that is we we wanted an italian name uh i wanted it to be italian and i just knew you know it had to end in a vowel um <laughs> And uh I don't know how we we got we came on barone. It just it just it just yeah. fell on us, you know.
0: You're in Los Angeles, right, Ray? Yes. Yeah. There's a there's a place, a pretty famous pizza place near me called Baronies, they call barone's. it it's spelled the same way though.
2: Yeah. yeah, isn't that a penis disease? Baronis? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, is that, that when your worries. banana I is, is that that your I misshaped? Yeah. No, but <laughs> but but there is a barones that I, I think we're talking about the same one. Yeah. When The Pilot premiered, we had our viewing uh, party at that at the Barones.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like in they, But they City call Barones I'm like well, we're from New York so it's like no, it's yeah. Barones. I'm like no, Barones. Yeah. Well, you know what I yeah. wanted to ask
2: you about, man, and this is probably I don't know if you get it, but I I love it. Uh, welcome to Mooseport. you got you made a oh, movie with with Gene Hackman, man. I mean Gene, I love Gene. Oh, like that fucking was my it. First one. Yeah,
3: first movie. Um it listen, I'm I'm laughing because the critics did not love it. You know the critics. Mike friend, loved it. You know Mike what? I fucking
2: it. loved that movie and fucked the critics. You know what it, I mean? It was, I know
3: it was my first time out, and they they crucified me.
1: um But you want to know something it, funny? Once I was flying on a plane. I know we keep bringing Rory up, and Rory goes to me, "Who's the most underrated actor in the world?" And I go, "Gene Hackman. Put him in any movie. It's a great movie, right?" Yeah, yeah. And then I was reading because I hadn't seen the movie, and I was reading all the critics. Like stuff about how when it came out. And then also I see that Gene Hackman's
3: in it. It just made me it just made yeah, me laugh. Right. I'm like, well, well, he was great, but um there was one critic, you know, you know, sometimes they like when they can write a bad review because they can yeah. make it funny, they can make that funny. You yeah, can't yeah. make a good review funny, you know. Um, and one guy, I gotta give him credit, he said uh the quote was uh Ray Romano is a tv vampire and eight millimeter film is his sunshine <laughs> oh,
2: is he still around he want i'll visit the guy ray I i'll fucking take care of this I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I don't it's, care. It's a good movie, and I don't care what the critics say. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And, I, and I, I, read, over, I
3: time, over time, maybe it, it 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 gets a little better. You know.
0: I read an interview once where you said you named your dog Moose based on the movie. Yeah, the, we had it, a,
3: the dog. The dog in the movie was a this cool bulldog, and uh, we, <clears throat> you know, we me and my kids came up to the set. We all fell in love with him. So when we got a dog, we got. I think it's like a relative of his. His brothers had puppies, so it's one of it's one. He's related to that dog. So, yeah. Cool. It was a great bulldog. A great. Do you you remember
1: this? It will be hard for me to do this without doing my Ray impression, which I know you hate. When I was in the hospital, and you called, I had really massive surgery, and I was laying in the hospital bed, and I just got out of recovery, and the phone rings, and the nurse goes. There's somebody on the phone that says he's Ray Romano, and I go, <laughs> "All right, all right." I go, and she goes, "Who would do that?" I go, "It's probably him." Put him on the phone. Do you remember what you said? No,
3: no I just
1: no. got, I just got to do it in your voice. Oh, wait a minute! I
3: just... think I know, but I'll let you know. No, go ahead. No, you do it. I don't you do understand. it. Did I say walk it off? Yeah. Oh, see? You, you know what he does
2: he does a better Ray Romano than you, know, John.
3: I know. I know. <laughs> no. It was just like I pick up the phone,
1: I'm like, I'm all drugged out and everything, and all of a sudden I hear is walk it off. <laughs> and you hang up. <laughs>
3: And I, I love, <laughs> oh, well, the hang-up the hang up makes it because walking off is a bad part you big pussy walking off it, that it. <laughs> it was, really, big, it was, really, it was off. really
1: funny and I started uh, laughing she goes is that it and I go yeah yeah that's it that's what, what year my, was this that's, when, when was this how long it's ago it like 96 I think
2: walk it off that's what my father said to me after my circumcision walk it off
1: <laughs> oh, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember that it always made me laugh uh, that's oh funny.
0: man
3: what kind of surgery was that? I forget.
1: Remember, I had a, a ruptured appendix, and it was oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah It yeah, was pretty yeah. bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So,
1: were
0: you, were so. you trying to do the Houdini thing? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to. Yeah. I was trying to be Houdini. Yeah, yeah. At a rescue, it's a Houdinski. ski. nothing works.
2: So, so what's next, Ray? I mean, besides the stand-up, you got any? You got any anything in the in the fire? Any pokers in the fire?
3: I, I, well. I'm trying to write another one. I'm trying to write another script. You know, I'll, I'll take another shot at it. it. Oddly enough, I was getting little offers to direct, believe it or not, from nice. Uh, uh, but I, I, I really can't see myself directing another a script that someone else has written. Right, right. But but if I write another one, I wouldn't mind getting in there again. And then I have this other project that now it's going to seem a little ridiculous, but. 12 years ago we tried to get this going it because i've always thought that if i ever did a biopic um you know first of all you want to look like the guy second of all you want to really admire the guy and and those are two things that i have with jim valvano i don't know if you know who jim
0: oh sure know? yeah
3: so jim valvano
0: i don't know who he is
3: well the basketball if,
0: coach uh, and and uh, and oh, okay. uh, college basketball coach
3: if you If you want to see the best, my favorite sports documentary, it's survive in advance. It's called survive in advance. And you'll, you'll learn about Jim Belato. It's and and you'll, and you you resemble him.
0: You do resemble him. And
3: you'll start crying. Mike, you'll, you'll cry even more now. Oh my God. This one will make you cry so much. Are you thinking about playing him? because you, you, yeah, you do uh, 12 well. years ago we wanted to do the story he passed away he he won yeah. the championship with this rag not a ragtag team but an underdog team and then 10 years later he he passed away but he was so inspirational this guy um he was this Italian guy from Queens who got hired to coach th- this team in in North Carolina you know what i mean hey, um, right. um so he was this fish out of water but he ended up winning the championship so 12 years ago we tried and it didn't go through the family wasn't behind it and now the family's behind it. But he died when he was uh forty-eight, you know. Really? And I keep telling my agent, how freaking old am I gonna be? I mean, we we're gonna have to do what uh De Niro, you know, what uh, Scorsese did to make this believable. Oh, but but that's in the works. That's we have a director, we have a script. Awesome. So that's in, that's 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 in the works now. You know, I just hope we get it done soon because nobody's gonna buy it if I have to, you know, walk out in a wheelchair. So- <laughs> <laughs> it's like once it's like once when Patches Max is Ale- <laughs> Max Alexander was
1: auditioning for uh Roxanne and Steve Martin said, You're really funny, but you know, you're supposed to be a fit fireman. Yeah. <laughs> and he went like this. I can play Finn. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> so speaking of Scorsese, how is that?
3: Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was
1: nuts. That was just That's like a dream come true,
3: right? De Niro. Yeah, <laughs> Romano. <or> <laughs> yeah, I mean, talk about being frightened. I mean, that was, um, the reason I got that was because I got onto this show vinyl, uh, right. show, vinyl, which Scorsese produced and directed the pilot. So he cast me in that. I got on his radar. By the way, he had never heard of me when I we sent our tape in. He said, he, I'm not kidding, he said, he said uh, uh, this guy's in the running. He goes, who, who is he? I don't even know who he is. And I thought, oh, well, he's never watched the show. And they said, no, he doesn't even know who you are. You know? No, Vinyl's so was, a good show. Yeah, man. but it was a, well, he don't watch TV, you know. So it was a blessing, <laughs> though, because, you know, he didn't have to erase the sitcom character.
2: Right, right, right. Uh, he was starting uh, fresh.
3: So he, he cast me in Vinyl, and that was one season. And then when he cast... Um, Uh, Irishman, he just offered me the role, which scared me even more because in vinyl, I put myself on tape, you know, I auditioned for it, I put myself on tape, I sent, we sent it to him. So he saw what I was going to do with the role. So now he's just offering me this other role. uh, And I'm like, all right, of course, I'm going to say yes, but what if I can't do it? What if he doesn't like what I'm doing, you know? So it was terrifying and um but it ended up being great and I, of course then my first big scene is with de niro right i played <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll this little story so it's my my really the media scene i have in the movie is me face to face with de niro i'm i'm a lawyer who's going to represent him and i'm asking him questions did you punch the guy did you hit the guy I go back and forth um, and the scene you know it takes about 3 hours to film every angle and all this and it's De Niro there, Scorsese there, and we rap. We say, okay, that's a rap, and we were in Long Island, actually, and and I don't need people to tell me, hey, that was great, but I, I, I needed a little something. yeah. <laughs> like, yep, yep. <laughs> to say I didn't
1: suck. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> from from one of them, either from yeah. him or from him, and, <laughs> or
1: from the grip. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and, um, and and you know we wrapped. Everybody's going home. Everybody's gone, and I'm driving to the hotel. We, we they were putting us up in a hotel, and I'm driving, and I'm on the phone with my wife, and I'm like, I don't know. I swear to God, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to get fired. I don't know what's – Nobody said anything or anything. And you know, and he goes, She's like, just calm down. I'm sure it was fine. I go, I don't know. And I get to the hotel. I'm checking in, and my mind is all you yeah. know, I'm fucking oh Jesus Christ. And it's about, <laughs> it's about an hour after we wrap. And I hear Ray, and I see it's De Niro. He's checking in too. He's with his with one of his guys, you know. And I, I go, Hey, and he he doesn't say one word, he just <laughs> walks over, he walks over, he grabs me. He kisses me on the cheek oh, and he walks geez. away.
2: How beautiful yeah. is that?
3: That's oh. beautiful, but it is a mafia movie, so sometimes the kiss on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I went to my room and I called my wife. I go, I think I'm okay. Yeah.
0: Oh man, <laughs> I would have passed out. That's me. You I know what? Imagine.
2: It's 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 good to know that I'm like not the only one who freaks out and nervous. Like I worry about it before, during, after, and it's like um, I'm the same way. You know, it's like. You always and I think maybe it's a comic thing. We just always think we're not good enough. And it never you know? goes
3: away, man. It never goes away. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sure that there's younger actors that feel the same way with you. That's funny that you're saying that because I was just thinking that, um, like I was thinking of these. Uh, like I'm writing this script and I was thinking of these. oh oh you no, know, you know what it was? I saw the Albert Brooks documentary. Did you see Albert? Oh, I, 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 haven't see seen that.
0: That. I haven't seen it yeah.
3: yet. Yeah, I watched the Albert Brooks, and I was just thinking, wow, if I met him, I would be very intimidated. And, and 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 I was thinking, I'm you know, I hate to say how old I am. I'm, I'm 60 fucking five. You know what I mean? Um mm. I've paid a lot of dues too. You know, yeah. why does this keep happening that you you know you still get it just you, as nervous? you know
2: what though I look at it, ran And and it's just and it I think it's when it's it means something to me. It's important. If it wasn't important, I wouldn't give a shit and I wouldn't get nervous. Yeah
1: well because when we were growing up these guys were and they still are legends you know what I mean like yeah. legends it's yeah. cool
2: with all you've accomplished before you even it's still were, important be, to you
1: before you were even an actor man you saw De Niro in movies it, and you were like I oh know. my God and, you know and
0: living out here it's it's intimidating I I do you know Nate now the uh the uh um, the deli in in uh, in, uh Beverly Hills uh, I've
3: heard of
0: it. I've heard. I, of I'm in Nate Now's with my mom once, and I'm sitting next to Bob Ein- Bob Einstein. You know, Super Dave Osborne, which is That's Albert's it. brother, yeah. and I'm I'm like frozen. You know, I mean, because this guy, it, it's Super Dave. You know, I'm yeah. waiting for a truck to come crashing <laughs> through it's the restaurant, deep. Deep. but no. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, exactly. So yeah, it's
0: intimidating yeah. as hell. Hey, hey I'm
1: yeah. intimidated yeah. just yeah. going yeah. to Chin Chin's. So I chin-chins. have <laughs> one more. I have one more question, which kind of relates yeah. back to us. So there's. I've read a few things, and they were saying how Mary Tyler Moore, you were, like, obsessed with her sitcom and stuff. We used it. Yeah,
3: we used it yeah, used it our, thing. yeah I'm it, just
1: bringing this up because she's my second cousin.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she won't admit it, but, you know. Yeah, well, she was. She was my second cousin.
3: Well, you know, yes, her her show was one of the shows that we used as a template, you know, of, of, of a style that we wanted to – and and I got to I was lucky because her and Dick Van Dyke they both enjoyed our show and I got to host a reunion they had a reunion show right uh, that's right twenty years ago and I got to host it and meet her you know and she was wow. really cool yeah yeah oh she's your cousin yeah that's a good- – yeah well it's so yeah. funny
1: because we were talking about that last night it's like the big family first first she was like the dancing high point model yeah, the she point. came out. <laughs> But it would be so funny. This would be like my family. Quick, turn on channel four. Mary's dancing around as a washing machine. <laughs> you know, oh. every everybody <laughs> have to turn on the thing. Quick, That's turn a, on the channel. Use the
0: hot point, little devil.
3: Mary's won- documentary too. did. You yeah. see it? That, that was a good one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that was good.
2: I
3: didn't see just-
0: it, but I got to. I got
2: to catch up on these. I want to see the Albert Brooks one definitely, and Mary Tyler Listen, yeah,
3: I just watch, and watch survive and advance. So I mean, you know what
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna actually write that down because I forget my memory is so bad. Survive in advance,
3: and then and then tell me if tell me if you don't start crying on that one, then something's wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ray, I don't I, I don't want to embarrass you, but it, but my mother, God rest her soul, would never forgive me if I didn't say this. Uh, I mean, because she always felt like she knew you because I worked with you twice in Brooklyn, so she always <laughs> called you Ray. Oh Ray's on you, yeah? and we. I mean, for years, we one of one of the things. Even when she was ill, we would watch Everybody Loves Raymond, and it was the highlight of our day. And I just wanted to thank you because oh, well, the, thank you. That, I mean, even when she was down, she loved that show, and and, and I'll never forget it. Parents to- are so
1: funny. I remember once Appreciate years that. ago. I remember mm-hmm. once years ago, my dad went with me to a show, and it was me and Eddie Murphy, and we were coming home in the car. And my father goes that black comic is going to be a huge star someday yeah, to the day he died my dad go hey remember that night i discovered eddie murphy yeah. <laughs> At the end,
2: in my in my house in my house Ray, you'll always be manny the mammoth you know my grandson he's like oh and he's like, oh,
1: Ray, oh,
2: is that manny you know <laughs> how old is it? your
3: grandson he's ninety-seven.
2: Nine. <laughs> he's not he, he's
3: <laughs> Forty-seven.
2: <laughs> no, he's nine. He's nine years old.
3: Even nine is is kind of up there to have a grandson, yeah, well, Forty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> 47. Look, look at his
2: grandson.
3: I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. I'm, I have two kids getting married next year. How old is your wow. oldest? My oldest is thirty-three. My yeah. The the, the cheerleader from uh, from somewhere in Queens. He's getting married. He's thirty. And cool. I told him. Do not waste time. I want to. I I put a bounty out. I put a an award a reward yeah. out for the first kid that comes out.
1: You know. Yeah,
2: my son is my son is thirty seven and I have the nine year old. It's it's great. It's you my know. My son
1: it's a, just got married in a year and a half ago, and uh, we're having a grandson. And I, I don't know, grandson. I don't. I shouldn't say that. It'll be the first one. Yeah. Well, I have John, with John's
2: going to be there when it's born and he's going to go. But uh, Ta-da! I keep saying,
1: grandson, my, <laughs> much to their credit, they don't want to know until a baby's born what it's you, a boy or
0: a girl. Did your daughter in law send you a picture of her stomach and it said dangerous, spooky stuff inside? No, did that, but they huh? sent
1: me They huh. sent me a thing that I opened up this envelope. My son goes, I sent you a gift. Make sure you FaceTime me when you open it. So I open it up and out comes a thing. It says, baby Ferentino arriving. With a cat, uh, with a cat scan, uh, and then inside it was a th- was a little t shirt that said number one new number one jet fan, Ferentino. Uh, and I turned it over It was my son's number from high school. Oh, and man. I and Mike, it make you it feel better. I got teary. There you go. Uh, <laughs>
2: listen, you know, yeah, I don't want to pass it around, and everyone, everyone's gonna think Mike's crying over.
3: I'm at the age, I'm
2: crying. i cry at anything now. Bro. Isn't it strange? <laughs> it's like the older you get, I know, com- I see a commercial, and it's like, oh, the yeah. mother loves, he loves, the kid. you know, it's like. Yeah, it's I, so uh, funny.
1: It's so funny when every, you know, I don't know if you know about my daughter, but my daughter's a pretty successful playwright. She's had a bunch of shows on Broadway, a bunch of movies and stuff. She's got a new one coming out with Kristen Jennawith. Did I say that right? Jenowith. Yes, Jenowith. Yeah. And she'll kill me for because I never yeah. pronounced her name right. And, and, and Stephen also- Schwartz and an Oscar winner right T. Abrams Murray and it's a yeah. big big yeah. Broadway show and uh, and it's so funny because every time I go to one of her shows I cry I mean I weep yeah. And, yeah. and she goes I can't believe you're crying again and I go first of all I cry because it's touching and then something inside me hits me like I can't believe she wrote this. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I, and it's just like it, it's amazing to me. Yeah, you know? I was like, well, like I said last
2: last night. It's like when at the end of the movie, when the kids reading the poem and he and he oh, says the, the 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 line, "There won't be no rematch." Yeah. I'm fucking balling like a little girl. And it's like
3: my favorite, my favorite line. One of my favorite lines, in everybody that was Raymond was Kevin James did a guest spot. You know, we're all si- we're sitting on the couch, and Kevin, we were talking about crying. And he goes, I cried. I watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and I cried. <laughs> and said, why at that? He goes, because the father was, was looking around for the shrunk kids, and, and it made me feel like I don't know if I shrunk. I don't know if my father would look for me, you know? And uh, <laughs> I think Andy Kimber goes, uh-huh. well, you'd be easy to find. Just look for the little cookies <laughs> running across the floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: See that's it, and then I watched you. I watched the movie. I'm crying, and so afterwards, I and this isn't even a lie. I had to watch a feel good movie. I put on Patton. I think to get <laughs> feel good movie. Well, I had to get. I had to shake the emotion out, you know. So it's like yeah. we'll forget a good gotta, war movie.
3: Balance it out. Balance
1: I it out. cry.
0: I cry at Jardine's commercials, so I don't even come, come into this conversation, man. When they start dancing, I'm crying. That's it.
1: It's funny, like different things. Like once you get older, that make you cry. You know, Rudy. It's just, it's so. Yeah. Rudy, I the end of Rudy. Hey, I'm, I'm happy as I, long as it's, so it's not my
2: prostate that's making you know, like, me cry.
1: <laughs> that was the funniest movie the funniest line ever on, on King of Queens is when he goes, the father goes, My teeth, he goes, my prostate's flaring like a tiki touch I
3: <laughs> <laughs> mean, uh, what's his name? Jerry Stiller. Right? Jerry
1: Stiller. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's so funny as far as crying oh. in movies. Why the sports movies always make me cry? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Rudy. More than like Ho- love Hoosiers,
0: Hoosiers,
1: because like the there's mighty, always
0: something heroic about it.
2: There's always the stand. Mighty
1: Ducks.
3: Yeah, well, no. come on,
0: not the Mighty Ducks. <laughs>
3: Survive slap, in Advance, Survive slap, in Advance,
2: Slapshot, Slapshot always makes me cry when the Hanson brothers are beating the schnoz. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I, I love, love Slapshot.
3: Uh, yeah,
1: Paul man. Newman says he learned how to ice skate for that movie. Thank man. God.
0: He's great in that
1: movie. Yeah, it was really good.
2: But uh great. so Vegas, December second, huh? December second. At the Mirage, man. Yeah. I'm thinking about driving down. Maybe I'll come and check out the show. But oh,
3: uh well, well, just let us know. We'll 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 give you one ticket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't feel right. I want to pay full. Matter of fact, I oh, want to pay extra to of come. You. There's, no. gonna
3: be a lot of, there's gonna be a lot of empty seats. Trust No, no, no way. way. Come on. Uh Vegas is weird now. It's it's weird, you know? It's a twelve hundred seat theater. I mean, it'll, it'll be it'll be nice, but if it's full, that'll be a bonus. Yeah. Well, you're you know- in Vegas, and
1: when you're in Vegas in the daytime, <laughs> my daughter—I just flew to Vegas with my daughter on some private jet to see Barry Manilow, and while we were there, my daughter goes, "I'm going to take you to something that you're going to be more excited with than anything you've ever seen in Vegas," and she took me to see Battle Bots. Oh shit! That is <laughs> that is exciting, <laughs> right? Is so it was so exciting. It's every afternoon, man, when you're in Vegas. It's. I wonder if Ve- you could bet on it. You're in Vegas. I wonder if you could. <laughs> bet oh on
0: man, I never thought of
1: that. That's uh, cool. That'd be good, yeah, right? But Battle if bots, I do, if, if, man, uh, BattleBots is the best.
2: If I if I take the ride, I'll 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 I'll, I'll see if I, I'll call. Uh, was it? Is I'll get yeah, the number from you. John yeah. again. Definitely. That, that would be cool.
3: All right, gentlemen. Listen, I love this talk. When all I, right. I it was absolutely that. amazing That's to great. see you, brother. Have a thanks great
0: for making our hundredth episode really special, Ray. Appreciate Have it. Have a
3: great Thanksgiving, Ray. You too. Do you guys? Do you edit this or do you just throw? In- no, it's in just no, going to go we unless already, you want, I, Unless L-M you got Friday something you Friday. want us to edit. No, no, no. I'm all good. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, guys. I, I hope you had fun. Well, happy hey,
2: Thanksgiving, Ray. It was really great to
1: see you, man. And let's not make it
3: another 15 years, all right? Yeah, yeah. You got it, man. I'll you 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 know go through Rory. yeah we'll see you in 15 we'll
0: see you in 15 years then
3: (laughs) all right right, Ray thanks
2: buddy all All right right, Ray all right take take care
1: bye
0: Ray Romano ladies and gentlemen Steve, what a great show, man. What a great guy. Oh man. What a
1: great way to celebrate our hundredth anniversary show. Yeah, I don't it. know how
0: we can beat that for our 200th. Who 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 are we gonna
2: know.
1: get? Robin Williams? God. Oh we can't. We'll have we'll have Ray back. That should God. be another fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, we'll, yeah.
2: Have, yeah. we'll call Rory and get Ray back. But anyway, okay, man, won't. so great show and uh you know, hey, catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Playground,
1: everywhere. Everywhere, and, hey, audible. No. All right. All right. right. Well that was fun. Great
0: show, oh, guys.
2: You All right,
1: everybody.
0: See you next week. week?